fellow Rebel Capitalists, hope you're well. So we've got more news out of China. And what it's revealing now is that they are going down the path to possibly the unthinkable. And I almost titled this video, China Goes Into a 1930s Style Great Depression. And you'll see exactly what I'm referring to in just a moment. I actually want to highlight something that I see in the comments right now in the live stream chat from Sid Luscious. <laughs> oh, fantastic username, first and foremost. But Sid, assuming this is a, a gentleman, says China dumped treasuries last night massively. Yeah, so you got to ask why. And I think Brent Johnson, my good buddy, nails this. He says when China, especially recently, has been selling treasuries, it's not from a position of strength. It's from a position of weakness. Why? They need dollars. They need dollars. On that note, let's get right over to our first story. And this is, I'm not sure where Josh got this, but I wanted to point out here, title, it looks like a Reuters deal or something. China's cash-squeezed country garden faces another dollar coupon deadline. Okay, so let's just set up kind of what we're dealing with here. The $500 million, uh, this is just one of the loans they owe. This is not even close <laughs> to everything. I mean, they owe like $180 billion or something like that. But it's just one of these uh, that I think is due today. Yes, I believe this is due today. So we'll have to see. Oh, actually, let me read this here. I think it 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 says exactly what's going on. The $500 million, 6.15% bond matures September 2025. That's when it matures. The coupon payment had not been received by late afternoon on Monday. So this would be Monday their time because they're whatever, 12, 14 hours ahead of us, let's assume, said one holder of the bond tranche who sought anonymity as they were not authorized to speak to the media. So basically, this bond payment is due today. And as of Monday afternoon, late afternoon, China time, it had not yet been paid. But listen to this next line here, guys. This is crucial. If Country Garden fails to pay the coupon before the grace period ends. So if they fail to pay it today, okay, now they're late because it's due today. But they do have a grace period. But this grace period ends mid-October. The principal will become due. And any failure to service will trigger cross-default terms. In other words, that's when the stuff really hits the fan. <laughs> because this payment that they, as of the time writing this article, they have not made. You say, well, George, maybe this is a big payment. 15 mil. Look, 15 million bucks. Now, for you and I, that's a lot of money. But if your company is valued at $100 billion, this should be pocket change. Not even pocket change. This should be a rounding error on, on your profits for today, <laughs> let alone the entire year. This is ridiculous. I said in one of my last videos about China that the gal that took this over, she took it over from her dad. The dad retired. He's like, here you go, have fun. So the gal takes it over and they were having problems making like a $600,000 payment. And I said, I guarantee you what the gal is doing is just hawking off some of her Range Rovers at this point. 
I mean, because if Country Garden can't even come up with 600 grand, I mean, that's insane. So the girl obviously made the payment for Country Garden. She just wired it over from her own account. I don't know if she sold Range Rovers or maybe she sold a couple of her Louis Vuitton bags to some of the people that got stimmy checks in the United States. She's selling them on eBay. <laughs> oh, but now it's it's $15 million. And maybe she didn't have that type of... Uh, she didn't have that type of money. She doesn't have that many Louis Vuitton bags that she can hawk on eBay. So we're going to have to follow this. But the, the, the main takeaway with just, and I've got a bunch of stories regarding this, guys. But the main takeaway with this story is they've got a grace period. But if they don't hit the, and this is just for one loan. If you guys go back to the last story I did on this, we outlined all the loan payments that they have during this month and over the next couple of months. And it's one like every single three or four days. It's not like it's just one per month. I mean, it's just like, bam, 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 bam. And I'm sure they're probably having the most problem with this one because it's dollar denominated, which goes back to what Sid Luscious or whatever <laughs> his name is, is saying about them dumping treasuries. Yeah, maybe because they need dollars to, funnel over to country garden so their whole country doesn't implode the whole economy right now so but but the main i was saying the main takeaway there is we've got to follow this going into october because if they miss that deadline then the whole house of cards is just comes crashing down because they'd have to make a principal payment of 500 mil which sounds like is tied to several other loans in other words so if they don't make that principal payment of 500 mil that officially puts them in default of a bunch of other loans too. And then if country garden comes down, then you've got this, this massive systemic risk. I mean, you got to keep in mind Evergrande was like a 10th of the size of country garden, but we're going to get into more of that in just a moment. And then let's go over to our next story. China central bank FX regulator meet foreign firms in capital drive. That's from today. September 18th. I had to check the date there on my old phone. <laughs> but so again, what Sid was talking about, maybe they ain't dumping treasuries because they don't like the United States. Maybe they're dumping treasuries because of this. They, they need dollars pronto. So let's read what I highlighted here. JP Morgan, HSBC, Deutsche Bank, Tesla were among those attending the meeting according to a statement from the People's Bank of China, in a sign of renewed efforts by Chinese policymakers to revive foreign trade and investment. Hmm. And they're selling treasuries. I wonder what the common denominator is there. Oh, that's right. They don't have enough dollars <laughs> to make, they don't have enough dollars for the Louis Vuitton gal to make her $600,000 payment. She's probably calling them saying, hey, I love these purses. I don't want to hawk them anymore on eBay. You got to get Tesla. You got to get Elon in here to invest some dollars so you can funnel them over to me so I can make these stupid payments to these bondholders and I don't have to keep selling my, my Range Rovers on AutoTrader. Jeez. <laughs> oh, you can either laugh or cry when it comes to this stuff. You, you just got to laugh. All right, so now let's go over to the Wall Street Journal. First of all, Boy, if that picture doesn't say it all, right? Title, an even bigger housing crisis threatens Chinese economy. And this is from today. Two years after Evergrande's fall, distressed property giant Country Garden could create worse problems. Yet that's an understatement. 
<laughs> That's that might be the understatement of the century right there. First thing I've got highlighted, it's financial distress could create far bigger problems for the economy and policymakers than Evergrande default in 2021. Country Garden focused much of its enormous footprint. And when we in the United States hear enormous footprint and property developer, you don't have a real good picture that comes to mind. You kind of maybe think of uh, Blackstone or like a, a private equity firm that kind of bought up all these properties or maybe like a, one of these home builders like uh, Pulte or something like that. Trust me, you have no idea the scale that these developers in China operated on. We're going to get into that in just a moment. This is going to blow your mind. So getting back to the article, uh, they focus much of their enormous footprint on rural cities, industrial zones, where the engine of China's growth in good times. And by the way, the engine of local taxes, tax revenue. See, this is not just about real estate. This is about their whole government imploding and therefore the economy. Let's keep going. Those areas are now wrestling with strained government finances and an accelerating exodus of residents, leaving them less able to absorb the fallout from the large developer failure. So as we go through this article, guys, what I really want you to try to do is in your mind, go back to the GFC, go back to 2005, 2006, 2007. Most of you were adults at that time and, and you remember the housing boom. It wasn't just price acceleration. It was like it, it, there, there were housing developments going up everywhere, everywhere. Remember Las Vegas? I mean, every, you just drive down the street and it's just new housing development. And there are these cookie cutter homes, right? They, they looked identical. They just make, you know, on one house, the chimney would be on the right. On the other, the chimney would be on the left. That's pretty much the only thing that differentiated the two. And these developers were just cranking them out by the thousands, by the millions. And this is one of the things that led to the GFC. I want you to think about that when we go through the rest of this article. And I want you to also remember that it wasn't, the GFC wasn't necessarily about real estate. It wasn't about all the overbuilding. It was about that systemic risk filtering up to the global monetary system and the amount of collateral that the monetary system was built on imploding and therefore the global monetary system almost collapsed. That's why we had a GFC instead of just a real estate crash. So understanding that, let's go through the rest of this article with that framework. Look at this next chart, market cap. So Evergrande Country Garden, right here in yellow. I mean, we were up at 46 billion in market cap just as of 2018. They go down and then they just, what's wild is they stayed very strong during the Cerveza sickness. I mean, they still had a market cap of like 36 billion. Wow. Now they have a market cap of, they still have a market cap of 3.75, which is amazing. Amazing. The gal is like hawking her wedding ring for heaven's sakes to make these payments. And they somehow still have a valuation or a market cap of 3.75. China's economy is also sputtering on many fronts. We've talked about that on this channel all the time. After a short-lived rebound from its post-Cerveza sickness reopening, which makes you kind of wonder. When they were closed, when they were in the lockdown, on this channel, we were talking about how th this makes no sense. 
I mean, the lockdowns to begin with all over the world didn't make sense, but especially China. I mean, it was like 2022 and they're still in lockdowns. And I remember everyone, even the mainstream media that was gung ho on the lockdowns in the United States, even they were looking at China and scratching their head and saying, okay, why, why, why are you still in lockdown? It just, it, it was just, a just this bizarre puzzle that was unexplainable. Maybe just maybe they were doing that because they knew they had a property bubble and Xi Jinping needed to take the air out of that property bubble. And he's like, the only way I'm going to do it is just lock down the whole economy. That's just a theory, just a hypothesis. And if that was his game plan, got to give him a golf clap. Mission accomplished, my friend. The problem there is that pendulum may swing a lot further to the right than you ever could have possibly imagined. Meaning that you might be careful what you wish for because you might see once you get it that it's a lot worse than you had envisioned. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Here's a quote from Ken Rogoff, economics professor, Harvard University, Reinhard and Rogoff, they have a very famous study on uh, on uh, debt loads, government debt loads. The whole industry is in trouble, he says. And I would say it's not the whole industry. If it's the whole industry, which is 30% of their economy with all this systemic risk, it, it's the whole country. And if it's the whole country, then it's the global monetary system. And if it's the global monetary system, it's the global economy, including the, the United States. But getting back to the article. Adding that the problems are particularly severe in small and medium-sized cities, years of overbuilding have resulted in huge oversupply of homes. Sound familiar? 2005, 2006, the United States. And there will need to be an adjustment in the property market, he added. How do you prevent the Chinese population from going into panic mode since most of its wealth might collapse? Not most of its wealth, Ken. 70%. 70% of Chinese wealth is in the real estate market. Again, can I get a 2006? Can I get a 2005 United States? We've seen this movie before. As of June 30th, Country Garden was involved in more than 3,000 property projects encompassing millions of homes. So and just we're going to get to a couple pictures here where you're going to see the scale of what they were doing. But when they say a property project, they're not talking about building a 100-unit apartment complex. They're talking about building a city, quite literally a city. Let's get back to the article here. It carried the equivalent of $186 billion in liabilities, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. 
because of the systemic risk. And we know how that systemic risk plays out. Hashtag Lehman Brothers, right? Here are the contracts that they need. See, the way they operate this, it's very much like a Ponzi scheme where they have to have new money coming in constantly to fund the business. And if that new money starts to go down, even if they're still receiving money, they're done, just like a Ponzi scheme. So this chart shows the amount of sales plummeting. Look where it is now. Look at this. You went from, I mean, Evergrande was just, man, that's astonishing. But even Country Garden, 570 billion yuan. They were moving that many properties per year in 2020. And it's gone down to 100. So again, you can't look at this like a normal business. That, oh, well, at least they have revenue coming in, so they should be fine. That their bills and expenses should probably scale down with their revenue. No, 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 no. First of all, the majority of their costs are, are what we call fixed cost. They don't fluctuate. And it, it's even worse because they have to fund their current operations with money that's coming in for apartments that they haven't even built. That's that Ponzi scheme characteristic. So think about that. How much of this money that's going to them over the past three years is deposits and how much money is that is going to be lost from the average, not the average Joe, but the average hoe. <laughs> that's why I always call them on my whiteboard videos. We got the average Joe, but then his Chinese cousin, the average hoe. So think about how much the average hoe is, is going to lose with all of these deposits. And then what does that do to the overall psychology with the Chinese population and buying apartments that freezes, they stop. And, and that's 30% of their economy. Country gardens contracted sales of new homes in August fell 70%. Let, let me just read this another way. Bernie Madoff's money coming into his fund fell 70%. We know what happened to Bernie Madoff. The country garden is in the exact same position. Here's what I wanted to point out with this highlight. Country garden benefited from China's redevelopment program in lower tier cities beginning in 2015 which gave residents new houses or cash to buy them. It's just the amount of similarities between what happened in China over the last few years and what happened in the United States, call it 20, uh, 2002 to 2007. It, it's, it's astonishing. It, it's like they put, took the, black, the exact same playbook. It's like they went back to the United States 2002 or even late 90s to 2006 and say, hmm, how did they, how did they create the GFC? Oh, well, there you go. Let's just do that. Country Garden bought more than 3,000 plots of land over the last decade to build homes. They included parcels in all of China's third-tier cities, 86% of the country's fourth-tier cities, 44% of its fifth-tier cities. So when they go bust, assuming they do, what happens to the property taxes? What, what happens to the whole city? It, it just implodes. Because you, you've got to think about China, uh, um, Country Garden they're building these cities and all of these businesses that are supported. Think about the dry cleaners, the, the car washers, the, the restaurants, the cafes, the bars. All of these things are supported by Country Garden building the city. So if the whole city goes bust, all those businesses are gone. That's why this reminds me of a 1930s Great Depression in the United States. Here they show the year-on-year -year changes in new home prices in these different tiered cities. Look at the third tier city. I mean, they're done. Uh, uh, now, they wouldn't be done if it wasn't a Ponzi scheme. But the whole business model was set up. It looked like they, they hired Bernie Madoff as a consultant. Country Garden synonymous with China's mass market 
housing and urbanization story. Again, identical to the United States early 2000s. In 2022, Evergrande's default set off a chain reaction in the housing market that brought down dozens of other developers. And I'd like to remind you, Evergrande was like a tenth of the size of Country Garden. So Country Garden not only blows up the other real estate developers, but they also blow up banks. And like I said, their, their economy, which is very systemically important to say the least to the whole entire global monetary system. Right here, investors and banks hold back. In other words, tighten credit. And a crisis of confidence began to spread across the market. In late 2022, China came up with a 16-point plan to rescue the housing market. State-owned banks made commitments. So they're tied into this. So you see now all the state-owned banks pile in. So if Country Garden goes bust, they're going to take down these state-owned banks as well. Now China's going to print the money to prop them up, the state-owned banks. But what type of ripple effect does that have with the, the Eurodollar market? Here's what I want to leave you guys with. Just look at this real quick. When they talk about 3,000 properties, that's one. That is one. So we're not talking about my, my good buddy Ken McElroy building a 100-unit apartment complex in Austin, Texas. This is what we're talking about. Look at the scale of this, guys. And these are all sold with deposits to buyers. Or maybe not. Maybe these haven't even been sold yet. And this is just some giant ghost town. But look at everything that's built on top of this. I don't even know how many buildings there are here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. I'm caught 20, at least 25, just in this picture. And this is one property. They've got 3,000 of these things. And a lot of them are vacant. And a lot of them have not even been finished. They talked about this huge, like $100 billion city that they built called Forest City in Malaysia that it's like halfway done and they can't even complete the project. This is a big, big story. I, I know for Americans, it seems like it's just off in a distance and we don't have to pay attention to that. Oh, it's just the, the Chinese. Oh, they made some bad mistakes. Well, they'll learn, they'll get through it. They'll go through some economic pain, but I'm going to get back to my NFL game and my beer. <laughs> no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way, my friend. It does not work that way. This is GFC 2 2.0, just staring us straight in the face. Obviously, there's no certainties. There are only probabilities. But but this is a big deal. And obviously, this is a story that we're going to follow very, very closely on this channel. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. If you want more of the most recent news stories that are incredibly important that we have discussed on this channel, Josh is going to put them in a playlist. You can find that right about here. And we'll see you in the next video.